people called Methodists of North Georgia. I'm Sue Hoppert Johnson, Bishop of the North Georgia area. And I'm, I'm reflecting on Holy Week, on Good Friday. Seems like we've had a whole month of Good Friday events. Uh, it is a difficult time, a strange time, when uh, there's a lot to lament. We lament loss of our freedom. We lament our ability to be with our loved ones, to gather, especially on Easter Sunday where we're used to joyously gathering. We lament the devastation of the economy, the jobs that have been lost, uh, the real uncertainty as to whether a paycheck will come again or not in the near future, the real uh, fear that rent won't be paid, that life has been disrupted in ways that we can't gather back. There's consternation in the church. How are we the church if we can't gather? How do we do worship? How do we stay connected? How do we lean into connection? That's the heart of United Methodism, our connection. How do we do that? We know a lot about Good Friday this year. Uh, I think back to the disciples who had just lost their master, who had seen him tortured and killed by the authorities, who found themselves enemies of the state, who were in the middle of agony, an agonizing unknown future. We identify with that this year. Future is hazy. We aren't quite sure if things will ever be back to normal. We aren't even sure what normal is. No, we, we're well acquainted with Good Friday. I find myself thinking, though, over the past couple of years, I've really been focused on Holy Saturday. To me, that's a fascinating time, the day when resurrection took place, when the power of the resurrection met death head-on in the tomb of Jesus. And he was resurrected. Something happened on that Holy Saturday, the transformation from death to life from despair to hope. And I think about Holy Saturday a lot. We need that resurrection power. I feel like there is a strange transformation happening. We are questioning what is of importance in our lives. We're looking and having to ask questions and, and think about things in ways that we haven't thought about in a long time. We're forced into a time of re reflection a time of uh, not doing our normal routine. Everything seems alien. It's a Holy Saturday kind of time. But my message for you on this Easter Sunday, unlike all Easter's before, is to sit in the Holy Saturday. To lament, to grieve. There's a lot of loss. There's a lot of uncertainty. The loss of loved ones. The prospect of loved ones being ill, those are hard things, so I invite you to lament. But I invite you to take time and space for Holy Saturday to work. When you let the Holy Spirit permeate deep within you, when you lay your heart out before God and when you ask for a new insight. Glennon Doyle is a writer and a blogger and she told a great story. Somebody sent it to me randomly and I thought about it. She tells a story of 
her sister. Her sister was in the middle of an unexpected and horrible divorce. And so Glennon invited her sister to come live in her basement. And her sister did that for a year. She came and every night after work, she would come home and eat a little something and go down to her basement room. And Glennon would go down to check on her and she would hear her sobbing. The door was shut, but she'd hear her sobbing. And she didn't want to bother her because she knew that there was something powerful happening in that time. So she sat outside the door and was there every night. That was her routine. And after a year, her sister just came out, moved out, quit her job as a corporate lawyer, moved to Rwanda and uh, started defending the defenseless in Rwanda and uh, met a lovely man and had a wonderful family. And Glennon says, I, I don't know what happened in that room, but I know I was sitting outside and I was there if she needed me and my presence was important, but I knew that what was going on in there was powerful. I probably added a few words because I think about that theologically. I know exactly what's going on. Like Jesus's tomb, that room was a place of transformation for her sister, where resurrection power came in and met death and grief and loss, where resurrection power came in and recreated, transformed her sister. That's the power of Jesus. That's what we celebrate on Easter. That nothing, no devastation is too big. Even death, he has triumphed over. And so I think about that and I think about, I invite you to create time and space in your own Holy Saturdays for the Holy Spirit to come and work. Uh, I've heard both Cynthia Fierro Harvey, who's the bishop in Louisiana, and uh, others talk about how they were amazed at the transformation of a caterpillar into a butterfly. You know, we think that there's just something, we don't exactly know what happens in that cocoon, but we, we think that it's just kind of morphed into that. But what, what she pointed out and what others have pointed out is it is totally destroyed. The caterpillar just becomes gelatinous sludge. It becomes nothing and is remade into a butterfly. That's why the butterfly is the, is the symbol of resurrection, the symbol of Easter. God has some work to do, I think, in your cocoons, in your holy Saturday tombs, where you confront the loss, you confront the fear, you lament, you face life head on and you lay it all out before God and the miracle of resurrection power is God will put it together in a new way. He will bring life in the midst of death. He will bring resurrection out of the horrors that we have faced. So church and individuals and groups, let's see what God is doing. Let's see what transformation is occurring. Let's see after our time, our Holy Saturday time, how we will view the future. I think we'll have new ideas of what's important in our lives.
in what's important in our work and in what's important in the church. May this be a time of great transformation to you. As you're locked away, separated, redefining lots of your lives, trust that the message of Easter Sunday is that resurrection power is present, that Jesus is present in the midst. He will be with you in that tomb, in that cocoon, in that holy Saturday vestibule. And he will make you new. It has happened to countless Christians through the ages. And we in the church vow that we will sit outside the door and be present for you. If you need us, call us. If you need a mental health professional, call. If you need a pastor, call. If you need a good friend, call. We are sitting outside the door, but we know that only Jesus can do this work. And we celebrate it. And we have seen it time and time again in the history of the church. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. And I hope you too, out of this time of death and isolation, will rise too. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. At the Table is produced by Sybil Davison and edited by Kim Drobes. Music is by Chuck Bell. Thank you, and I look forward to the next time we are together. <laughs>